Hi, um, the following podcast contains some strong language, and if you're easily offended, I would switch off now. Hi, and welcome to that in-between moment. We're going to do things a little bit differently this time, um, because we're all in lockdown, we're all uh, in our own homes, um, we're going to use this as an opportunity to kind of each record our own piece uh, and kind of link it all together. Uh, we're going to try and tell the Hastings story, and I think this is the perfect opportunity to tell the Hastings story. Um, basically, we all kind of go down to Hastings uh, yearly or every other year when we can as a group of friends uh, for two reasons. One, uh, because it's quite cheap and it's a good night out. Uh, nearby you've got Canberra Sands, so it's good to spend the day in Canberra Sands. The other reason is my parents have had a, a van down there for years, uh, so we kind of use that as a free, free night stay. So this is uh, a story of one weekend we were down there. Uh, there's three of us on this podcast, myself, the Ginger Ninja Ad, and Mr. Yates, um, all on the same trip, but all kind of have different experiences from that night out. So enjoy. So, it looks like I am up first, and as mentioned, Hastings uh, is a trip we kind of do as a group of friends uh, yearly, if not every other year. Uh, A few reasons, it's cheap, it's a good night out, there's a a sandy beach quite close which we we often go to during the day, and the accommodation is free. So this trip we're talking about um, was one of the early trips we did uh, when we we started doing this, Uh, and it started off like no other, we all met up. Uh, we got in, uh, I think, two cars each. Um, that's all we needed. Drove down and we stopped off on the beach first. And played football. It was a lovely sunny, sunny, day, sunny day. Played football pretty much for most of it in games, whatever, on the beach. And then kind of wrapped things up there and decided to head back to uh, where we were staying, which was just outside Hastings, actually, in a static caravan. Because it was such a nice evening, and like I said, it was a lovely summer's evening, we decided to do a barbecue. Obviously, we were always going to collect alcohol for a few drinks before we headed out for the night. So, obviously, we, we stopped off somewhere. Now, we were very lucky that the, the van we were using had a lovely veranda outside. So, you could have your tables and chairs out there and, and, and do a barbecue, which is what we did. We, we got all the goods, went back, decided who was sleeping where. Uh, and then someone was on point for the barbecue. We opened up a few beers. We did like a mixer, which was just vodka and lemonade in a jug. Um, and it wasn't too long before we were all talking shit um, around the table. After a little while, it became quite apparent that we were running out of mixer. In fact, I think at this point we had run out of mixer, although we still had loads of vodka left. So me being the host, it was pressure on, I guess, to kind of deliver for the rest of the lads um, some mixer to continue on with the, the drinks so literally five minutes not even five minutes there was actually a shop where we were staying which was most definitely open and would most definitely have had some form of mix of whether it would have been lemonade or coke despite that i decided it would be a good idea to raid the kitchen cupboards or the cupboards of the van to see if any um mixer was left from the people who stayed before um, as I did, uh, the ring bearer himself, Hardin, offered his services and helped me come in and look. So we did. We, we went through pretty much every cupboard in search of some form of mixer. 
and unfortunately all we found was white wine now to this day I think um, there's still some disagreement on who decided to use white wine as a mixer I would say I think Hardin may have suggested it I can't be sure I'm pretty sure Hardin would say I suggested it I think if we break it down the truth is we had a discussion we came to an agreement and we both decided to use white wine as a mixer and that's what we did we got the jug we poured vodka and we poured white wine in and it was a pretty much a 50-50 mix we then presented this to the lads quite proud as heroes well, what we thought were, were heroes uh, having run out obviously of mixer and and no use for the vodka um, everyone kind of um, took a sample um, quite quickly 80% of the group declined and kept drinking whatever was on offer which is pretty much beer and cider at this point um, and then the small percentage decided actually this isn't too bad uh, I'm going to keep drinking this and unfortunately I was one of those and it didn't take me too long before I was quite drunk. Now I'm quite good because I, I think I can hide my drunkness. I, I think, you know, yes, you're, you're seeing me being drunk, but um, I'm not one of those that makes too much of a noise, I'd say, or, or, or hassles you too much, although others might disagree, I don't know. Um, but I was very drunk at this point, and this is where my memory starts to go way downhill. So I know that um, at this point we were all going in and out of the shower, trying to uh, get ready for the night uh, I myself remember going in I think I was one of the last ones to go into the shower I vaguely remember going into the shower I don't properly remember showering I remember sticking my head out the window and there's a, a picture of us I think with my head out the window and a lot of the lads sort of by it almost like taking a selfie um, I don't remember that picture being taken but I have seen it since I don't remember getting dressed for the night um, but I was fully dressed before we left um, and when we came back as well <laughs> which is always a good sign um, I think I also booked the cab um, because a lot of the people it was their first time down to where we were staying and where we were staying and it's quite isolated um, and it is a cab drive into Hastings so I think I was the only one who, who could have ordered the cab because I knew our actual location so um, I somehow managed to order a cab in, in the state I was in. I remember getting in the cab. I remember getting in the front of the cab uh, and briefly talking to the cabbie, but I couldn't tell you what. I'd imagine it was all gobbledygook. And I know all the lads were in behind me, and I'm pretty sure I had some kind of interaction with them. But again, I don't really remember. It's very vague. So we're in the cab. It takes us to... Um, takes us to Hastings the plan was uh, and I believe it was Ad I think who, who, who kind of planned this was we'd go to Riley's it's a pole hall but it's got a, a massive screen or it did have I don't know if it still has now but it had a massive screen for football matches and, and a nice uh, seating for it so the plan was we'd go there for the Champions League final we'd watch that uh, have a few drinks there then then hit the town I remember getting out of the cab and going into Riley's I don't really remember the game. I don't remember leaving Riley's. I don't remember going to any of the bars. I kind of remember going or being in one, which I think was a Weatherspoons. Um, and I don't remember any clubs. In fact, I don't remember getting the cab back. I don't remember getting back into the, the, the van. 
but I did. In fact, my, my memory after Riley's is actually waking up face down on the bed um, to just being in my boxes and pegs for hanging clothes up down my boxes, the back of my boxes. And it seemed the lads thought this was the perfect opportunity whilst I was KO'd to see how many pegs they could fit down my arse. Uh, I don't know the official number, but I believe it was quite a few before I stirred and, and woke up. And that's my memory of, of Hastings. From what I'm told, I was in good form, chatting away. Um, but I don't remember anything. It's a night that seamlessly I had a good night, but I don't remember any of it. But look, Yates is going to tell you now um, what he remembers from the night. Um, and I think it is, it's, it's not different from, from mine because I don't remember any of it. So he might be able to shed a bit more detail on the night. Right, well, Hastings. Uh, today we explore the definition of the word Hastings and its origin. Its origin, uh, what's the word? Its um, origins, that's the word. So, as defined by the Oxford Dictionary Lads Edition, um, Taking a one-way trip to Hastings or, you know, getting totally hastinged is the act of getting so shit-faced that you basically miss everything, um, end up probably on some kind of bench, passed out. Um, yeah, it's just going all out, really. Um, coined in the Hastings trip, my one and only Hastings trip, actually, um, I think. Uh, and coined, well, not by Ad Bruce, but he was kind of the you know, the originator of the idea um, through his actions that night. As I remember it, um, it was, I actually had good memory for most of the night until the very end. And then I lose all my memory because I got absolutely ratted at the end. Um, but there were a few lads who peaked a little bit too early, we should probably say. Um, so yeah, we, we obviously went down to Hastings. Jarman had a, um, family caravan down there six or seven I think seven yeah seven of us um so it's quite tight quarters in there um I drew the short straw and was going to be sleeping I think on the floor which was obviously very um very happy about that and we went to so we went down into like two cars we went to it was a very nice day good weather we went to the beach we played football on the beach um and I wasn't very good barefoot football hurt my toes so that was great um but that was fun it was good we all caught a bit of sun you know it's a nice nice day get out of london um we went back uh back to the caravan went to buy some food and drinks bought loads of stuff at the barbecue um all fun and games bought loads of alcohol loads of drinks um i think i had a cigar as well um and yeah so we went to uh, we went barbecue. We had some had some drinks outside. Um, that was all going on. Um, we were drinking, and had actually Adam Stevo were um, talking about their you know their weed. It's obviously something they're quite famous for, and um, I think they both had some, or maybe Stevo had some. So I'd said that I'd never really had any before, and managed to get peer pressured into trying it. So. Steve-O, Ad and I 
went round behind the caravan a little bit further away from everyone had a little bit all good um i didn't really get affected by it for some reason ad got very affected by it for some reason um and kind of he spiraled down from there really but i think the real kicker was the concoction that that jarman and harding managed to come up with um we're not sure if it was by accident or on purpose i think it was just some kind of you know accidental discovery of this this drink um we ran out we were basically running out of that drink for everyone i think a few of us had a little bit left um and so they went out and well they were looking for more drink which you couldn't go and get anymore because it was too late uh, and i think they found a few bottles of wine um in the in the caravan i seem to remember that it wasn't just wine i think it was some kind of um spirit or li- i can't remember it's like um i'm not sure i can't remember what it's called i always forget this drink but it's like a a kind of fruity um liqueur based thing i think beginning with a I can't remember what it is, but I'm pretty sure they had a bottle of that as well, which they put in the mix, which obviously added to it. But they ended up mixing vodka, white wine, and this other, I'm sure it was other drink as well, um, and this big sort of punch concoction, which was, uh, sounds horrible. It Well, in my opinion, it was horrible. Um, I had a little bit and was like, nah, I'm not having that. So I carried on drinking my, I think I had cider, um, you know, a, few, a little bit of cider left, uh, which was great. Um, but the, some of the lads were drinking it and a couple of them decided not to drink it because it was, you know, horrific. Um, I definitely remember Jarman and Ad smashing it. Um, they were drinking quite a lot of that stuff. And yeah, so that was it. We were, you know, we were all getting a little bit drunk, some more than others. Um, and I think it got a little bit later. We started getting ready, showered, changed, carried on drinking, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, talking crap, all that kind of thing, and then we were ready. Jarman called the cab, uh, cabs even. Uh, no, it was one. It was one taxi, I think. It was a big, one big taxi. Um, it had like an open, kind of like a black cab, where it was open in the back, and we were sat opposite each other. Uh, John was in the front. Taxi comes, we get him, and Ad is just. I mean, he's all over the place. He is so drunk. He's hanging on. I'm sat next to him. He's literally to my right, kind of propping himself up against the door and holding onto the handle like he would on the tube. It's kind of like pulling on the handle, leaning down like he's about to fall over. Um, so we're trying to have a conversation with him. And there's this epic video. Steve, I think someone, I think Chris recorded me and Steve-O talking to him, asking him some questions about it. And it was it's a hilarious video. And um, one of the highlights of the conversation was Ad is a, obviously a fair skin and ginger hair. Um, so he doesn't really do, do well in the sun. I mean, he was out in it for quite a while and he got very, very burnt. He was very red. And um, I think Steve-O asked him, why are you so red, Ad? Ad responded with, no, I was like that before I started drinking, which of course we just cracked up at because it's hilarious. Um, so Ad, we realised at this point Ad was very much gone. Now, from what I can, well, I, I can remember quite well, but what this weekend was planned around um, a football game. So some more than others, I wasn't bothered because I don't really know anything about football, but um, Ad especially was like, we have to watch this game. We have to watch this game. And so he went out of his way to book or, you know, find a place and book a 
place for us to watch this. So he kept going on about it all the time, build up all day, everything. We have to be there at this time. We have to watch this game. So we get into the town centre or wherever it was, and we, there's a bar there. And in we go into this place that's been set up. And Ad has been going on about it all the time. He can't miss this game. Um, we, I think it was Champions League final or something like that. I couldn't tell you who it was. So he goes, we go in and we all sit down. We, we say, oh, I think Jarman goes, oh, it's, you know, booking for Ad Bruce or whatever. Sat down and we all look around, where's Ad? Where's Ad gone? Now, at some point, the Ninja Ninja has disappeared prior entering the establishment. And he does this a lot. He just disappears at various points during the night. But sometimes he's quite good at just sneaking off as we're going into somewhere. Anyway, so he's gone. We're messaging him, we're calling him, can't find him. But we, we can't really leave. So we're like, well, we'll wait here. He's going to come back. Maybe he's going to get some cash. Maybe he's gone to get some food. Who knows? Um, so we sat down. We watched the entire game. I think even a few of us go outside to look for him at half time. Watch the entire game, he's gone. No no, no call, no phone messages, nothing. We don't know where he's gone. Um, and literally in the last, I don't know, the, the game finishes and he comes back in. And we're like, where the hell have you been? And he's gone, he's gone for a McDonald's, a coffee, a Burger King, a KFC. <laughs> he's gone around Hastings eating and drinking coffee, eating food and drinking coffee, to try and sober up. <laughs> and we're, we're just, you know, well, we're perplexed, but we just chalk it down to the fact that it's Ad. And he seems all right, so there we go, he's a bit better. And then off we go. We go off to another bunch of bars and we drink, we walk around town, and then Jarman turns out to be the most pissed one. And um, we're trying to find a place, he's been a bit of a nightmare, we're leading us around all places. Uh, chatting to random groups of people and girls and stuff and then you know eventually we make it into some bars have some more drinks and I think we all end up getting pretty you know pretty shit faced and we end up in that club and that's where it went downhill for me because I was drinking quite a lot of spirits and I just dive bombed and I don't remember the end of the night because well I kind of remember it a little bit but it's very hazy I everyone else got a cab back to the um, the caravan I didn't I didn't have to sleep on the floor I know somewhere else. Uh, the story for me was didn't did carried on to the next morning where um, I woke up in some stranger's room um, and uh, yeah, I didn't know where I was. A little bit of panic. Turns out I was in this girl's room and I um, was trying to figure out how I was going to do where I was going to go. Messaging the boys, they all said they'd already left, driving back to you know back to Kent, back to home. I didn't know what to do, had a bit of panic. Turns out they were joking and messing around. Eventually they, came, they gave them directions, they came to pick me up. And as it turned out, it wasn't, it was her parents' house and I had to go downstairs. And she introduced me to all of her family, which was fantastic, which is exactly what you want to have on, on that kind of situation. I even got to meet the dog. Um, as I was leaving, she sort of comes with me out the front door. There's the car out front. You got Harding, Chris, and uh, I think it was, I was Lee, um, all jump out. You've got Taylor Swift's Shake It Off blaring out of the um, car radio and they're all dancing. Uh, yeah, it was a classic moment. Um, so yeah, it was an all around great weekend. Um, I'll never forget it. Um, I, think Ad, I think Ad already has, but it coined the phrase of when someone is so shit faced that they can't get anywhere, they can't, you know, they just can't function. It's, it's a one-way ticket to Hastings, basically. Um, so, yeah, that's 
that's all I've got. Right, thanks, Jarman and Mike. I'll take it from here. All right, so as I recall from the holiday, uh, from the weekend, I was, we all arrived about 2 o'clock, 2.30, went straight down to the beach. Uh, as Mike said, we got um, some beers, got, some, uh, got our football, kicked it round, played a bit of wall ball, you know, as it is, waiting to warm up before we go into the uh, caravan. And we uh, left to go to uh, get some stuff, got back to caravan about 4, 4.30ish, started up a barbecue, and uh, and then got you know a bit of banter, a few drinks, etc. And um, Jarman's going to say it was it was Harding, but I'm pretty sure it was solely Jarman. So he's trying to weasel out of it. Uh, Jarman made his famous Mark Jarman concoction, which was vodka, wine, and as Mike mentioned, maybe some other fruit juice, fruit liquor, or something. But anyway, <clears throat> but. This is being a stupid idea. This is incredibly powerful and lethal. And as far as I recall, it's only really me and Jarman that are cane in it. As Mike mentioned in his side of the story, he had a little bit. But decided this is rank, what am I doing? And just left it. So me and Jarman are caning it. And as Jarman at this point is getting a little bit tipsy, he's ordered the cab and he's in the shower, like off his bonds, trying to sober up. God knows how Jarman managed to order a cab in his in the state he was in. So time goes on, um, just in the caravan, having some drinks. I'm starting to think, "Well, I'm in a bit of trouble here." And then I then get in the shower, try to like chuck some water on my face, sober up a little bit. Um, and then we're getting towards going out time, so we're all sitting in the uh, sitting in the cab. And as Mike mentioned. Uh, Steve-O said to me, uh, had you a little bit sunburnt there? And it's like, and I was sunburnt already before that. Like, being in such a state that I've not recalled how bad I was already. And I was in really big trouble. Uh, so we sit in the caravan, uh, sit in the caravan, sit in the cab on the way to Hastings. And I'm in absolute trouble here. I thought, I've been talking up this game all the time. Uh, really looking forward to this Champions League final, Barcelona Juventus. In Riley in Riley's uh, sports bar, thinking, how am I going to sit through two hours of this? So we showed up at Riley's. I think I recall like booking, saying to the table, saying to the people, the lady, right, we're here. Um, I'm Adam, booking for Adam Bruce, and so they le- led us up the stairs. We sat down, and uh, I think I think it might have been Kara was going to buy a round, and he said to me. Um, uh, do you want a drink? And I was like, <clears throat> excuse me. I was like, no, nah, mate, I think I'm going to go for a walk. I need to sort myself out. So then I uh, I left for a, a little bit, went down into, into KFC, had a, had a, K, a meal in KFC, uh, walked across the road, got a couple of double cheeseburgers, um, and I had a giant can of Monster. Because in my head, I'm thinking, all right, I need to sew up a bit here. I'm in trouble. I'm bang in trouble. So then I um, had all of that. Took a walk down the beach thinking, right, a bit of fresh sea air is going to calm me down. Going to sort me out a bit. So I go down to the sea. Uh, unfortunately, at that point, then <laughs> a tactical vom occurs. You know, after the tactical vom, I seem to feel a little bit better. 
uh, keep walking down the, on the seafront. Uh, went into random calf. They must have thought I was a total weirdo. Uh, went to buy a large black coffee, just to take the black coffee and um, just sober me up a bit. Then for some reason I went into like a mini, uh, well, what you can call like a poor man's casino, like really shitty um, Hastings style bar and just went on the fruit machine for about 20 minutes. No idea why I done that. So I thought time's getting on here, I better get back. So uh, went from there, went back to the Riley's where the game had already finished. So this game that I was talking up, I didn't even get to see. And at that point, I'm like, right, I'm rallying a bit now. So I'm looking a bit bad and I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, I've got there. But Jarman still look a bit dodgy. So then we got to, I don't know, we walked around. We're trying to find, get in place where loads of lads in. And we had got to this bar, like a weird, in, like a weird, seemed like a weird downstairs indie bar. And um, that's when Mike was... Uh, you know, getting a little bit worse for wear, as he mentioned in his segment. And there's a really funny picture of Lee, looks like a white walker. A really surreal picture of Lee. So Mike's chatting with his bird and and uh, doing what he does. Yada yada. Uh, and then the night goes on, and obviously it's um, pretty decent. And then we just go back to um, to Jarman's caravan, everyone's a bit worse for wear. And then wake up, um, wake up, like, the whole drive home, like, me, Jarman, and probably Steve doesn't really get hangovers, me, Jarman, were just sitting there, and I, I brought up this ice bucket for beers on the beach, and literally, I was sitting with my head next to this ice bucket, like, in constant fear that I might be sick the whole journey home. Um, so... As Mike so eloquently put it in his segment, uh, the definition of to get Hastings or one way ticket to Hastings is to get so blowed that you don't know what you're doing or where you are. And it was pretty impressive how I managed to rally and come back. Because, um, I mean, with the sequel, second part of it, some people didn't handle it quite as well. I mean, other people. Some people may say that Steve-O was worse than me, but that's a story for another day. So, there you have it. One story, but slightly different versions from three people on the same trip. I think it's quite clear that whoever drunk from that jug um, had the worst night. Or not the worst night, I think, um, just didn't remember the night. Uh, like I say, poor Ad uh, took the most most of the brunt because um, although I don't remember most of the night, I did make it through the night. Um, I, I'm told I wasn't doing anything stupid. I just merely was going around chatting to people and uh, being my usual self, I guess, just a little bit louder. Whereas Ad, uh, unfortunately for him, spent uh, most of the night. He did join us, it would seem, by the end, although I couldn't tell you because I can't remember. But he spent most of the night... Uh, Tasting most of what Hastings has got to offer for takeaway food. Anyway, I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, the next uh, podcast we do is going to be kind of back to normal, although we're, we'll still be in lockdown. We're going to 
kind of all uh, sign in at the same time and, and do a virtual around the table, each telling our own stories. Um, so it'd be back to normal next time. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>